It is South Straight Talk Show. How we doing? It's a Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Crazy weekend. We go into the weekend. We got new champs. New champs. Toronto Raptors. Congratulations to them. Their parade is going crazy this morning. Um, I got to check it out. Kawhi Leonard. Cigar popping. Um, Drake on the forefront. You got a fake Kawhi Leonard out there trying to get autographs. Listen, people are really thinking this man that got cornrows with a Kawhi Leonard jersey. Do you think Kawhi Leonard is going to be celebrating with the uniform on? Come on. He's going to have the shirt, the hat, the cigar, the, all that good stuff. I, I, I think it was a good joke. Honestly, but I was sitting there laughing at the fact I said, man, they really got a fake Kawhi out here. A fake Kawhi Leonard is signing autographs, but the, the, the parade is lit. I was anticipating a lot of things over the weekend to talk about. People asking me my take on this, whatever. But the one thing about this finals that I'm always going to remember is that when have we never had parody like this? Even if you thought it was a uh, full-blown conclusion, let's dial back the clocks and let's think about this. You have a history of events that take place that just doesn't go like a video game when you turn the injuries off. And what I mean is when you have, in a situation, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar getting hurt in the finals. Magic stepping up. Willis Reed. Hell, Paul Pierce just admitted he had to take a shit when an injury, but he had to go out. It's all sorts of parody that goes on in these, in these NBA finals. Kevin Love, Kyrie, and Steph 100%. When they lost, uh, equal dollar hurt in last year's finals, but big step up for KD because Steph might not have been 100%. Clay was nursing the injury. Draymond wasn't playing the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, we lost Bynum. The Lakers lost Bynum. You know what I'm saying? They, they thought, oh, my God, you know, you lose Bynum. Are they still going to make it? We made it to the finals. We lost to the Celtics. Because we got Pal Gasol. We still made it to the finals. We made some shake. Next year we made it. We had Bynum and, and, and Gasol. They, they won a championship. My thing is that there's always things that's going to happen. Just like Marcus All gets put on the Raptors. People don't understand how big that was. Things that lead up to. Things that can happen in the playoffs. You know, four overtime game. Let's talk about moments, shall we? I mean, like, the the, the four overtime game, the Kawhi shot, the Dame wave goodbye shot, uh, the, 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 the Dudley versus, uh, who was it? Dudley versus, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Uh, who was that? Who was that battle, man? It was Dudley versus Ben Simmons. Uh, that was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had so much 
in this playoffs, man, that 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 that's something that you could be like, man, this NBA season was great. It wasn't the full-blown, like, all oh, the Warriors are going to win and everybody sucks and then, you know, I'm not watching because nobody's going to play hard. It's been a great season. We got to see Luka Doncic and Trey Young not disappoint. Trey Young struggled at first. Luka didn't shoot the ball great, but showed the the, 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 the clutch. He showed the, the swag. So they they going to show something for the future. I like those two in the forefront of what I've seen, you know what I'm saying, this year. You got to see the Greek freak evolve some. Still, as you can see, the limitations in the playoffs, but you can see the man evolve. You can see people like Alonzo Trier take a moment and say, hey, I'm not Luka or Trey Young, but check me out. You got D'Angelo Russell who said, hey, Lakers, you keep, I'll keep reminding you, you made a mistake as he turns into an all-star. We saw devastating things like Victor Oladipo go down. We saw catastrophic injuries like Karis LeVert, but he came back. You know what I'm saying? We've seen so much through this NBA season, man. We saw Blake Griffin make an all-NBA team when people wrote him off. We did see that. We saw the Lakers have some type of promise, but then it just went down as they was the fourth seed and then injuries. Turmoil. We saw the Pelicans laughing, laughing at turmoil, turning to turmoil in itself as Dill Demps was fired. We saw Anthony Davis say, I'm out of here. I'm going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? We saw so much Dwayne Wade's last, last, last dance. Lance a makeup dance. That was another funny thing. Playing the guitar, but we got to see Dwayne Wade play one last year. Had some great moments. About to play his last game with LeBron James. So much that we saw this season that that could be, you know, saying that the culminates to one hell of a season to talk about from years to come. So people got to quit writing off what is a bad or good NBA season to watch if this team got this and this team ain't loaded like we just gotta sit back and watch we saw Carmelo start out on the Rockets it didn't work we saw James Harden have to sit there and just turn into a killmonger as he's looking like he's gonna win MVP and the NBA award show is coming up I believe it's coming up Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Or next week. I think it might be next week. We got the battle between Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons just shattered because Ben Simmons couldn't shoot. Donovan Mitchell, you know what I'm saying, struggled at first, but then came on and made the playoffs, but it just, to me, like, that that's over. The whole rookie of the year battle and how that went down and how those two was going to be this sophomore year. I think people was talking about that too much, and then it just evaporated. But I think the big things is that the Raptors getting Kawhi Leonard, the laugh from the first day, <laughs> from him stepping on that court and pretty much leading that team to what we see as NBA champions. 
And him, and I will say that uh, Ejiri, the GM, hope Ace Bryce doing the run. But this man got Marcus All, Danny Green, along with Kawhi Leonard. He got Van Fleet out of the G League from running, uh, leading the G League team to a championship. Put him on the team. He put things in places. Him and the coaching staff. Nick Nurse comes in after Dwayne Casey. The Toronto Raptors, without uh, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, was way above 500. This team was ready to go. Serge Ibaka came from Orlando. That was a big trade from last season. So much was taken in this. And all it needed was the departure from DeMar DeRozan. And my thing is that I'm going to give a quick two minutes on DeMar DeRozan real fast. And I just hope he's doing okay. I hope he's not feeling as bad as what people are actually saying he is. But my thing about DeMar DeRozan is that he was a key piece of this. He was a key thing to how this thing was built. But don't get me wrong. He just did not possess the things defensively. He didn't possess the things mentally, the things that Kawhi Leonard had. Offensively, okay, you can go get you 27 points. You can go get you 25 points. But mentally, when it comes down to it in the crack times and crunch time games, where was those 27 points? Where was those 25-point games? Where was those games you legged out of 24 points, but you shot horrible, but you got to the free throw line, but you got the rest of the team involved? Because Kawhi Leonard did that. When a game we thought he was just playing just horrid, 24 points, 12 from 12 from uh, free throw line. Five assists, six assists. I think it was like nine, twelve. I think he had. I think he had more than uh, more, uh, more than uh, ten rebounds. The man got four off his rebounds at the end of the game. He literally palmed a steal, a cross court pass, and palmed it with one hand and caught it. Demar Derozan ain't doing that, and he know that. So I'm just my thing is that it sucks that they cannot win a championship while he was on that basketball team. Because if he was, and Kawhi Leonard was too, I mean, he would be the role player to Kawhi Leonard, man. It's it's just that it's that simple. He's not better than him. At one point, I saw a turn up in DeMar DeRozan where I said, hmm, is he better than Kawhi? He's not. Because the things that the Raptors did, they did three times in a row with him, and they couldn't get over the hump. Now, to DeMar DeRozan's defense, I'm not trying to be longer than DeMar DeRozan, but he had Le- LeBron James to go through. But if you look at what Kawhi Leonard had to go through was building a team, building a relationship with a team he just got there. But he had to go through Greek Freak, Joel Embiid in the, in the 76ers, and then the Warriors. So that's 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 LeBron in some. So my, my point is, is that DeMar DeRozan, you was not going to win a championship with this team, you and Kyle Lowry. I'm sad to say Marcus Saul would have been a big help. But I just, when I look at these games and how they won, you just wouldn't have been able to do the things that Kawhi Leonard did. Period. Mentally, I believe, because against LeBron, you shut down. Defensively, you could do nothing. But you had big, big time games I remember as a Raptor, man. Game winning dunks, 
uh, hitting big jumpers. You're one of the best mid-range guys in the NBA today. Don't feel, don't feel, you know, saying super, super bad, man. Just feel that you can get better and you could possibly win one with the Spurs and then that can feel something if you want to leave the Spurs, whatever like that. But that's part of the NBA season that that was a big time shift. You bring Kawhi Leonard over to the East, it makes a new LeBron. If he stays, he'll be a new LeBron over there because then you got to go through the Raptors and that man who's 27 years old. That can keep a Baca. That can keep a Marcus off potentially. That can keep a Van Fleet. Lowry's going to be there. So it ain't going to be a problem if he stays. Kawhi Leonard in this NBA season showed that, okay, in the matchup, especially with the Warriors, like, I don't think, I think, I think KD, Steph didn't play in the first matchup. Whatever was some players that didn't play. I think Kawhi didn't play in the second matchup, but they still won. They swept the, the Warriors in the regular season. They made sure Boston was tamed, even though Boston kind of tamed herself. We'll get into that. I'm talking about the NBA season. Oh, this is all off the top of the dome. This has been a remarkable NBA season. We've seen players like, I, and, and and this is crazy. We've seen players like, like I'm going to talk about Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet, that man did get drafted, went to the G League. Like I said before, won a championship in the G League. And now he gets this, 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 he gets this opportunity in the NBA, and you know he got the some last year. But this coming this season right here, man, that man just did. I, I, I was like, look, I remember him from Wichita State, man. Like that, that kid, that kid is he's going to be something special. But I just don't know how teams are going to keep. You know, what I'm saying it was like the Nate Robinson effect. You know, Nate Robinson was so. You know what I'm saying? Such a spark off the bench, and he did such a great thing. Way more athletic than Van Fleet. But what I'm saying is the size thing. Is that when it comes down to it, are you that defensive liability? But then he shows defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is he, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, can we can we keep him in the rotation to where, like, he won't be a liability even on offense? Like, you know, getting a shot blocked or something like that? Man, that guy, be, I don't know how Van Fleet be making the stuff he be making. But I think he's going to stay on the NBA team for a long time. And I think he really can't be a starter. But he just he means so much off the bench. I think if he would have a flawless career like Ginobili, somebody like that coming off the bench and helping the team. Way better than Sean Livingston coming off the bench. He showed that. I don't, and speaking of Sean Livingston, I don't know if he may be getting longer than two, but he did not have a great finals at all. I just, I just did not see him do a lot of great things. Pressure busts pipes. Players get hurt. You actually do more. You expected to do a little bit more. It hurts. But uh, like I said, big ups to Jansen Russell, even though he's an idiot. And I ain't going to talk about that. You know, your Arizona T can. Anyway, uh, uh, averaging, what, 20 points per game, 19, 20 points per game, shooting better from three. Uh, you know saying? He, he He showed more. Maturity as a point guard helped him and Dinwiddie 
how they did things, but defensively, how the Nets as a whole did did to make it to the playoffs, I thought that was pretty damn good because defensively, I knew they could be something else with uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Jared Allen. You know, what I'm saying with you know long guards, you know, what I'm saying like that's that's pretty good. You know, what I'm saying and that's and they can have something in the future with or without D'Angelo Russell, Dad Kyrie or whatever like that. They got something with Dinwiddie and those guys. We saw the unicorn get traded to the Mavericks with no play. He just he did not he did not play. I think he got cleared at some point, but he's not gonna play. We saw him get beat up over at his home country. Supposedly, what he got traded, and they didn't like it. We got. In this NBA season, we had moments of a dynasty turning into this volcano, but people would say, you know, it wasn't no biggie. wasn't no biggie. Kevin Durant, Draymond Green. Steve Kerr, Draymond Green. Steph, KD. All those little things were in there. KD leaving. Steph wants to be more the man now. Where's Clay going to go? Is Draymond one KD there? Is Draymond coming back? Does Steve Kerr get tired of Draymond? We didn't hear about this stuff the previous year. It was cracking. Things were ready to disperse. Steph gets hurt. He missed some games in the beginning of the season. KD goes down some. Draymond goes down some. Clay, you know, you know, a little usual. But when it came down to it, we didn't know that what the final product of that was going to be of, like, this type of injuries, man. Like, I can't believe that a ruptured Achilles, torn ACL, you're hearing these words. It's like, Jesus. I mean, I think Looney probably ended up having to get some type of surgery. Iguodala was banged up. Final runs do this. It plays with your head mentally and it messes with your body physically. Teams that can just endure and keep going can do it. And the Lakers back in the back in the day with Kobe and Shaq, they did it. And they had older guys. Rick Fox, Ron Harper, Robert Ory. But they had and Shaq, Kobe, you put that with, with Fisher and it just it culminated to a three-peat. People tried. They can't do it. Braun tried. They couldn't do it. Warriors tried. They couldn't do it. Rockets did it back in the day. They couldn't do it either. You have these moments where, yeah, you're going to make You know what I'm saying? Decisions during the season, you know, trades or before the season. You know, the Rockets try that Barkley and Pippen, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, now, you you know, you add KD. Once you add KD, you try to add DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, we're going to get DeMarcus. He coming off of Achilles injury. You know what I'm saying? Give him a cheap deal. The Heat. 
I don't think that he really tried to do nothing too, too crazy. I mean, once they had their team and Pat, they still, they kept pretty much what they kept. I think they could have, they didn't have the money to add. That was the thing with the Heat, why they messed up their 3 P because they didn't have the money to add to that big three, really. They was locked up. So the people that you could have was, you, you know, try to get a, a bad back Mike Miller together. You try to get Birdman. You try to get guys to get in there to, you know, to play. And it just didn't, it didn't work for that three pick. And for the Warriors, I thought that they, you know, just like how the Lakers, when they got Carmelo and uh, uh, Gary Payton just really trying to go for it all. And they, and they lost it. But add DeMarcus Cousins, it sucked that he got hurt, but he came late in the season, tried to get his bearings, got hurt, tried to come back. You know what I'm saying? It sucked that Katie got hurt against the Rockets. would have been a big difference against the Raptors, but it just, wow. It's just teams have tried to do, just like with the Rockets, trying to bring Melo in there, knowing that him and uh, D'Antoni weren't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. We got to see, uh, you know, Boston fully ready to go. Now, as far as adding, yeah, you adding people that was hurt. Hayward, Kyrie's back. And you saw how that went. That team played so much better. But then you got to take the blame to say Jason Tatum with his sophomore slump was more on him. You know what I'm saying? Not driving to the rim, taking too many jump shots. I mean, only averaged one, maybe two times to the free throw line. It's like, what's wrong with you? You didn't help the team. Scary Terry didn't really, I don't think Scary Terry really impressed me all that well either. I mean, the only person that really, really impressed me was Al Horford. And he kind of tapered off a little bit. But Al Horford impressed me a lot this year for the Celtics. And that's pretty much it. Kyrie ain't really do nothing but be a head case. Am I missing anything here? I mean, like, what else happened this year? Oh, it's on the Clippers. Look at the Clippers. Montrez Harrell. Look at the, the Shy Gillius Alexander. He's untouchable. Shy. Hey, hey. Way to go, Kentucky. Because he wasn't even highly talented. And now this guy's a, considered an untouchable. They're not trading him. Montrez Harrell, man, he went well, but, you know, Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly, that bunch made it to the playoffs, man, it made it interesting. They beat the Warriors two times. Jerry West, trying to make something happen in L.A. again. Pardon my sinuses. You know, Another thing I loved about this season was Derrick Rose. You know, hate that he got hurt at the end, but it's nothing to where he's not going to be able to play this season. But he, you know, had great moments this season. Scored 50 points. You know, I'm mad he didn't make an all-star game. I'm mad that he wasn't even considered as a most improved player, even though I I understand why he wouldn't have won. But he could have been considered like a finalist for most improved player. Six man. Couldn't even get a consideration for that. 
But shout out to Derrick Rose though, man. Had a had a good season. Got to got to, got to be, do some winding the clocks back moments. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to see Derrick Rose be Derrick Rose for a little bit, and that was cool. And you know, I wish it would have been back on back on a certain team. You know, for Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Now with the pieces that they got now, and him just just being back here, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what that would be like if Derrick Rose could just go back to Chicago. It just, just help. I mean, they got pieces there to where, especially in the draft. I wish they could have got a higher pick if they could have got at least to where they can get an RJ Barrett. That would have been real, real, real nice. You know what I'm saying? But I think with marketing, might be a trade piece. I think they might be trade marketing here. But you know, Zach Levine, you know what I'm saying, might work out. But I don't think they're moving on from Chris Dunn. Cause I'm hearing about them wanting to add, you know what I'm saying? They was wanting to add Lonzo at one point, so I look like they want to add a point guard really bad. So go ahead and get your point guard you want and get a Derrick Rose and let that happen. He can come off the bench. No problem. Another thing. Where is it cool to sit there and, you know, I'm, I'm now you know, understand, I'm not going through no timeline here. I'm breaking down the season where y'all going to be like, yeah, I did remember that. But where is it cool, you know what I'm saying, man, like, to Kevin Durant on Christmas art. Like, and I'm, and then, you know what I'm saying, like, You can go back and listen to my whole episode of that, but that if that right there was a moment in NBA history, I think you should ask down and say, "Don't attack a man's credibility, credit credibility, just because you guys sensitive." You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan, not even Kareem, wasn't even a media guy. Ain't do no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Shaq. You talking about guys that through the years, you know, that just been around these media guys, man, like. That that's big, you know what I'm saying? A marvel shy guys like that never had problems, but you're not gonna, you know, attack a man's credibility. And I thought that was that was an outrageous thing this season, along with the Toronto Raptors, you know, what I'm saying cheering that Kevin Durant got hurt. That was horrible, you know what I'm saying? There's bad things that happened this year that was that was just out of out of this world. Fan interaction, uh, touching, you know, what I'm saying players yelling at anything of players. Russell Westbrook had to go through that. Utah, Boston, uh, um, you know what I'm saying, places like that. Um, even even in OKC now, it get a little crazy. But you know what I'm saying, um fan and fan and you know what I'm saying, interaction and stuff like that. Now referees, these get better. You know what I'm saying? Referee needs to get way better. I thought the officials I think these officials are just god awful, man. I think I think these these guys are just like, well, you, you, like what 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 are these guys doing? You know what I'm saying? Like you got some of these the, the old guys, some of the old guys are still good, but I don't know what's going on with the officiating. And I mean, Kevin Durant literally stepped out of bounds on the play, and they couldn't even get that right. I mean, he stepped out of bounds like he was out of bounds. He was out of bounds. James Harden traveling all over the place. I ain't even seeing carrying out of the world, out of the wazoo. You know what I'm saying? Now 
It was it wasn't bad. It was some it was some things you could talk about where you were like, come on, you know what I'm saying? That that that's important right there. I think uh I think the defensive three and the key is horrible. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, you, they get a free throw in the ball back. Okay. I didn't know that was a like that. Um replay challenges still taking too damn long. On, on stupid stuff. Jesus, the ball bounces off the hand. It goes off the man's pinky. But the force of the ball going off the man's hand, who was the dribbler, hello, if he was dribbling the ball and the defender comes to smack it, he smacks it just because it rolls off his pinky. It's still out on the person who smacked the ball, man. If anybody played basketball to know that. Now we're getting in particular to microscoping that to where it's like, oh, he hit it, but it rolled off his pinky so so gently. That's 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 what you call malarkey right there. Uh, what else? What else? What else can we talk about here? Oh, why not? Why not talk about the fact that we let um, Levar Ball be you know freaking what we want to call Nostradamus of the NBA. Or say Nostradamus of a situation. He called everything. Luke Walton. Magic. He called it. The turmoil was heating up last season. This season was the tipping point because of LeBron James' arrival. Because everything else gets microscoped. And then it's like, oh. Okay, Magic's not there all the time. When Magic probably was like, well, hell, y'all sit there and gave me false hope anyway. So, what the hell? I'm going to go vacation shit. I can't make decisions. Hell, I can dig how I was so upset with Magic. Y'all can go back to the episode. But now I have an understanding of what went, went down and what took place. And I, under, I can dig it. I underdig it. Magic was clipped. <laughs> he was just a person. They was like, yep. That's why Jenny Buss don't want him to leave off that name off that name sheet. See, they ain't even put a president there. They was like, damn, man. We had Magic Johnson's name right there, and that's all we wanted. Yeah, the other brothers sitting there trying to come and, and take over one power and stuff like that. Magic was never going to be in, in control of nothing. That was the bottom line. He was not going to be in control of anything. And that is the and then that's the that's the that's the crazy thing of it all right there. Is that magic was like, I'm not gonna be here because I'm not gonna sit there and be here and get rid of ridiculed and, and criticized and everything like that. And here I can't even make a decision. And I believe him. He's like I wanted to fire Luke Walt. I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that. But then I had to go ask permission or I had to sit there and wait for this clearance. But then in the meantime, I'm getting sitting there getting emails put out on me. That's not fair. And yeah, and LeVar Ball called it. Which he was not that talkative this season. You know what I'm saying? He kinda let things ride. I think LeBron James being there kinda helped that a little bit there. But he called some things though, man. But I respect LeVar Ball and the whole standpoint of him and LeBron James is that, like, Le- LeBron kind of took that to where, like, don't mention my kid and stuff. 
Like, don't, yeah, that tough guy provider or whatever. Like, he wasn't sitting there being disrespectful. He was just saying that he told him, he said a fact, but he wasn't aiming, taking a shot at you. They asked him a question. So, I mean, that's the one thing that where LeVar said that I kind of respect. But anyway, um, just, just chopping down the season. Let's talk about All-Star Weekend, man. All-Star Weekend was, 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 was a okay. So it's just you know another good thing you could talk up and saying man like like the skills competition getting ramped up that was dope. Um, then you got the three point contest is it's starting to be the cream of the cream that was that was a good one. And then you go to the dunk contest and everybody's like ah this is gonna be and it was surprisingly good. All-Star game. It's getting more competitive. Ratings are going up. You're drafting these, you know, Greek Freak and uh, LeBron drafted the teams. They went at it. Greek Freak and them came out, went crazy. Next thing you know, LeBron and them went crazier. Took them out. That That was a good game to watch. But love the NBA season, man. I love this NBA season. Um, I love the fact that uh, teams went down with injury and still, you know, hung in there. The Pacers lost Old Depot. They still hung in there. They they, they made a playoff berth. Um, look at the Nuggets. And their rise. They gonna get better and better. We saw Devin Booker sit there and say, I'm, I'm gonna score 50. I'm scoring 50. And him do it. We saw that. We saw that quite a bit. We saw, you know, some other rookies make some noise. Uh, Colin Sexton. We saw... Uh, I mentioned Trier. I mentioned uh, DeAndre Ayton didn't do too bad either. DeAndre Ayton looked good. Um, I liked uh, Darren Fox this year, second-year guy out of Kentucky. I like Darren Fox. He really stepped it up. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill had a great season for his standard. You know, for his – he had to improve confidence in shooting. He had to get better moving around the ball, and he's doing a great job of that. And his three-point percentage went up because of that. And he made a hell of a lot of threes because of that. The Kings look better, way, way better. Uh, Suggs, John Wall is going to be out another year. Along with Kevin Durant. Klay Thompson. There's some big names that's not going to be even in uniform this season, man. It's like when Paul George broke his leg. And he had some other people that was riddled with injury. Kimball Walker uh, um, that year. Uh, it was a lot of other people that was dealing with injuries, too. Steph. Hey, I think Westbrook. But yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that this year we're not gonna we're not gonna have Clay, KD. 
Oladipo may miss some time still. I don't know, man. It was kind of early. I think he already, because he already taking standstill shots, I think, whatever. But that's going to be a tall climb, you know. So the East took hits, and so did the West. R.P. Nipsey Hussle. Anything else I'm missing? I'm trying to see. Oh, uh, another 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 point of interest is the another thing to talk about a recap of this season, and I'm I'm enjoying doing this is that we had we had an interesting battle going with. And I, this conversation was like, okay, why are we why are we sitting there? You know, saying it was during this during this season we had we had the conversations of saying Kevin Durant playing and 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 we have not, this has not been talked about quite some time, but Kevin Durant wanted to play with LeBron James. After he just sit there and sniped him out in two finals. But when to play with LeBron James and the Lakers. And then it became the conversation of who's the best player in the world. And then you got other players like Greek Freak. People like to say Steph Curry. People like to say LeBron James. Still. Now you got people that say James Harden. But when it came down to start talking about who's the best player in the world, and then now you got people who don't want to give Kevin Durant that, and then you got people saying it because he went to the Warriors, throw in your basketball card. And that's all I'm saying. If you do not want to crown, now I hate that this man is hurt. I hate that he got hurt. But if you don't want to crown him the best player in the world, that's fine. But have other reasons. But if you sit there and say, he's not the best player in the world because he joined the Warriors, turn your basketball card. Turn it in. So people out there that, you know, have your little sports huddles or whatever like that and have your conversation, stuff like that, don't sit there and throw in that shit because me, I'm a person that said, man, I wouldn't have did that or he should have went to a thing, whatever. But I'm not going to sit there and say that, oh, man, that's why he's not the best player in the league or the best player in the world. Where else are you going to find a seven-foot sniper that can dribble, drive, pass, defend? I mean, if you notice, Ibaka left Westbrook, won a ring. You know, KD left, won a ring. You know, people leave that, man, you, you, you might end up winning. So, I mean, like, you can have some type of uh, defense for him on that. I feel bad for Mike Conley. I think DeMar DeRozan and Mike Conley are somewhere somewhere together in a bar finishing a whole bottle of Jack. And they probably never even drank Jack before. Like, damn, man. Like, me and Mark saw him up. We went to a Western Conference, and then it's like, DeMar DeRozan, like, yeah, me and Lowry, we went to, 
Whoa, that's crazy, man. And that is the business of it all, man. We didn't have trades. Would NBA be boring? I think so. If it wasn't trades and signings, man, NBA would be boring. So he, people can sit there and say all they want, but the NBA would be boring. Be like, oh, man, like they need to get rid of this guy. All you can do is cut people, and you can't trade. I mean, then it's like you, it, it, takes a, it takes it to a whole different. I'm glad that you can do these things. That's something Clay lost thirty million dollars on a deal for not making an All NBA team, and then he turns his ACL. I feel bad for Clay. What did you do, boy? Jesus, karma biting or something? What the hell? But yeah, man. Uh, great NBA season. I'm glad I I'm glad I recapped it the way I did, man. I mean, there's other things that went on. Honorable mention things, like I said, man. I think um, CJ McCollum took a step up. Really opened up his bag. I think uh, I want to give uh, a props to Julius Randle. Big time to Julius Randle. Like I said, I gave props to uh, to some other guys that stepped out and was able to do some things. Brooke Lopez. Um, oh, how dare I do that? And you, you, I gotta give, I gotta give props to Eric Gordon as well to go another year, not injured, riddled, averaging more than 15 points per game, shooting a good percentage, and he's playing defense. So a person that I've always been a fan of coming to NBA who just just could not stay on the court. I want to give another big shout out to Eric Gordon as well. Now I'm going to keep the ball rolling and talking about what the bigger news that happened Saturday. Something I knew that Shannon Sharp was going to go crazy, and I originally didn't. I was going to record last night, but I decided. I wanted to hear what Shannon Sharp had to say, didn't record. But I wanted to, you know, get my reaction to his opening because I knew his opening was going to be crazy. But the news would make such a big spectacle is that the Lakers finally got their guy. Um, Dale Dips is somewhere like, damn, I could probably still have my job. Griffin said, hey, I'm going to go in here with no emotion on this. You know what I'm saying? But still ripped the heart out of the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers sold the soul out, but got the guy and can 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 bounce back and win a finals right away. Cause you got two superstars. You got two top five players on the team. But Shannon Sharp with the goat mask on, the captain hat with sunglasses, club shay shay back in full effect, table full of goodies, the hen dog down to the lack gummies. Snoop nutrients, and then you got the good old fashioned backwoods, black and mouths, and a pair of LeBrons. That man was hype. Brow goat. You call him Brow goat. 
man, that was funny. But from what I took, from what they had to say, and I'm, you know, saying this is my reaction. My thing was they sold us soul. They got their guy, Anthony Davis, is a, is a per champ, P-E-R. He's averaging 28, 11, two blocks per game. Anthony Davis is a transcendent superstar that came in this league. As people thought, like, well, he only scored like six points in the national championship, but he still got player of the game because he blocked and defended and passed and did so much. But came in the NBA as a guy who got hurt, injury riddles, so they're like, okay. But then once he Philly finally got to play, they got to see what he's really about. And then going to the playoffs and knocking off the OKC Thunder, I mean the Portland Trailblazers, excuse me, he really took over and averaged 30. So, giving up Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, but three, three, not one, not two, not three, like LeBron said, not one, not two, not three, but three. First round draft picks. Ouch. Okay? Ouch. Let's be real. That hurts. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, when you find success with this trade, what are those draft picks going to be? So, they're not going to be lottery picks unless we suck. And if we suck, then we're really going to be, you know, the other work. You have... So many opportunities with this, with this, you know, saying with this move, both sides. It's a win-win. Who's who's to say that the Pelicans can't trade Lonzo at draft day, Brandon Ingram at draft day, Josh Hart, fourth pick, not trading the first pick. Who's to say that they can't trade for a star player with a pack? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's to say that the Lakers can't sit there and get J.J. Reddick, Jeremy Lamb, Alfred Camino? I don't like the DeAndre Jordan talks. I don't like the Patrick Beverly. I like J.J. Reddick. I like Jeremy Lamb. I think Jeremy Lamb would be good with LeBron as far as somebody that can just stand there and do it. He don't have to do too much. I think him and Kuzma would be good together. Lonzo Ball is going to be all right. What is the Lakers going to do at the point guard standpoint? Because that's the one player I wouldn't have gave away. Are you going to get Campbell? But here's the thing. The Lakers put themselves in position. My Lakers put themselves in position where now we're not maybe not going to be able to sign a max guy. But like sign the guys I sit there and said. Because it's an afterthought to get Kawhi. You're not getting Kimba. 
You know, you're hearing just like Chris Paul. What? Now, Chris Paul's still in the contract unless they want to. He he did say he did not want to return to the Rockets. Now, I guess we could put up a foo foo trade and do whatever. But we didn't gave up everything. We can't even trade. I just, man, I just don't like the front office of the Lakers. Even though I'm I'm happy that we got Anthony Davis. It's just like everything that just transpired is just like, God, give Magic his power. You know what I'm saying? Let him do things. I don't know where Rob Polinka came into this, especially if Magic didn't hire the guy. Like, ah. Uh, Kobe just said, I'm not a part of any of this shit. <laughs> And I, I love Kobe for doing that because he's like, don't put me in nothing. Don't put me in nothing. I ain't. I, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. Catch me on ESPN Detail, please. LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? He, he's worried about his son right now, but, you know, he was at the, the pre draft workouts. He checked out uh, Culver. We had Cover, uh, some other guys worked out, Bobo. Um, but you know, now those picks are that pick gone now. That pick gone. Get get gone. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, the 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 crazy thing is that now when you look at this team, the Lakers. Vegas shot them up number one. The Warriors are down, I think, fourth or sixth or something. They're not even close to number one now. This is this is a shocking turn of events, man. This is something that's like I've been waiting to see, but it's got to work out. It could fall flat on his face. Vegas can be completely wrong. It's all about how you build a team. You can't do that with. I don't think you can do that with Lance Stevenson, Rondo, and what we did, what we had before. I mean, Reggie Bullock can stay because he can knock down shots. Um, but any, I mean, like if you're going to have guys like Lance Stevenson and Rondo, you know, guys like Javale McGee, which you know, what I'm saying he played, he played, he played better than he he played decent. Like, I, I thought that he could do more. And I remember having a discussion. I thought he could do more, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't do bad. I just thought in a free-flowing game that he could, you know what I'm saying, play a whole lot, you know, better, play taller. But he started throwing up hook shots and shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he's not, he's just, I said, oh, Casey, his stamina is about as worse as a damn pig trying to go for racing for slop. What else is there to talk about there about this situation? I'm gonna switch over to the Pelicans real quick because they looking real promising, man. Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball. So that's a scary defensive uh, 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 nightmare you can have right there. I don't think they're keeping Randall if you're drafting Zion Williamson. Randall can actually nah, I forget about that, but. 
Do you keep uh, Jaleel Okafor going to stay on that team? Is Jaleel Okafor? I think he was. Yeah, he, if he can stay on that team. If you bring it, you bring in Zion. You keep the fourth pick. You bring in Garland, or you bring in uh, DeAndre Hunter. You can bring in Cam Reddish. You can bring in. I like Cam Reddish. I know Cam Reddish is probably gonna be pushed back a little farther, but you can bring in these. You can you can you can trade the pick, or you can bring in these type of guys. Culver. You're not getting Barrett. The Knicks getting him. But what was there a way if the Pelicans would put up a, a package to get the third pick from the Knicks? Like, look, man, we give you da 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 and the fourth pick. Just move back one. Let us get RJ and y'all can get somebody that y'all can work out and end up liking. You know, Jalen Brown snuck up in there. Gord snuck up in there like that. Catch a workout and really, you know what I'm saying, fall in love with a player. The Philadelphia 76 ers fell in love with folks with training, everything else, surgeons and shit y'all had screwed the man up. He could have been scoring 20 points per game with the Lakers. That's a quote from my buddy Sam Jones right there. Seven minutes left. I'm gonna go ahead and get on off here, but let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about Levar Ball saying that the Lakers are never gonna win another championship. I, I find that's funny, but like I said, be happy that your son is in a good situation. He didn't go to a shit situation. The tension's gonna go up. You get Zion Williamson. You 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 can add another player with that. You can trade and get another star. Man, be happy for your son. Don't worry about the Lakers. We're not, we wasn't going to put, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just find it hard for a team to sit there and say, you know what, we're going to sit there and put all your kids on this team. What if it don't work? We can't fire you. So shut up. Put your sons in the NBA. Don't worry about putting them on one team. But that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's my take on this trade is that it's a win-win. I think both teams can make the playoffs in due time with whatever they decide to do. I think the Lakers are more on the fast track to being better than what they were on Friday. Just like Shannon Sharp said, were they better Friday or they better Saturday? And I think that with what can happen in July can take place and help out a whole lot to where this team can be a championship team in one year. Because LeBron, the clock is ticking, but now we got a 26-year-old that can be a 28 guy, 28 a game guy, to where LeBron can scale back some. But I hope that we get somebody in place to really help this team take off and and get back to way to the get back to that Laker. Um, I love LA, you know that 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 was a happening time, man. So. 
It ain't it ain't right whenever the Lakers ain't right. And they about to get back right. The the Chris Paul rejected trade, that was horse shit. Dwight Howard, that was a flop. Bringing in Steve Nash broken back was horrible. This right here is gonna be something that is gonna work. And I'm and I'm very pumped about it. And now as a closing, I wanna congratulate Tyson Fury on his uh Las Vegas debut. He already had a uh, U.S. debut, but his Las Vegas debut, him being the star top rank. I can't believe they're trying to put this guy over Terrence Crawford. But anyway, he's a lineal heavyweight champ. So, I mean, that's that's tough right there. I mean, you know, he got himself back together. He was dealing with some things, and he fought Deontay Wilder. He got a draw. He didn't lose. He got knocked down a couple times. But now he came out there. He had his own card, and he, he picked his own opponent. He turned down a rematch with Deontay Wilder. Takes on Tom Shorts. Then says there's going to be a rematch with Wilder. Tom Short, Tom, Tom Schwartz from Germany. Undefeated heavyweight. Tomato can undefeated wise. I'm not sitting there saying this guy was a setup or nothing like that. This fight went fixed. I'm just saying he wasn't a fight. He wasn't a, somebody to go in there and make. He, he wasn't. Ruiz, but he had Ruiz-esque, you know what I'm saying, where people thinking like, oh, Joshua's was going to knock this guy out, and then here, you know, Ruiz wins the fight. I don't think Schwartz had that chance because, you know, Tyson Fury is a good boxer. He moves well, and he put him down with good uh, combination. He switched southpaw. He showed an array of things that he probably wanted to go about a couple more rounds, but he broke Schwartz's nose, and then he ended up uh, getting with the TKO over in the corner. With a bunch of right hooks from the southpaw stance, and he he got in that stance and and and, and must have enjoyed it really well, but um it can move well when punches are coming at him for a guy that big, six foot nine, two hundred seventy some pounds or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's he's a big guy and he can move pretty damn good. His length is ridiculous. So him and Wilder is gonna be a hell of a rematch. I can't wait to see that again. You know, six seven versus six nine. You know, um, Wilder's reach is right up there with his, and um, I think that's going to be a good one. The rematch, Ruiz and Joshua. I think that's going to be happening in November. But uh, I think there could be a Canelo and Triple G, the third. The third. The third. Uh, I think that could be in September. Other than that, man, I think that's, that's going to be about it, man. I mean, it's been a great NBA season, man. I, I it's, it's on the football now. You know, football getting pumped up for that. The big three. It's going to be cranking up. We'll be talking about the big three whenever that's popping. You know what I'm saying? I think it's 80 more days to NFL football. Good old Jerry Rice number right there. 80 more days. So we got, we got, we got that on the, we got that on the, on the horizon, man. I think it's like 70 some, some days until college football get going. So it's, 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 it's coming. For the football lovers, fantasy football guys and all that stuff like that. It's on the way. But great NBA season. Like I said, the parade for the Raptors was, was today. Kawhi got a cigar. Drake is going crazy, like I said. What an NBA season. The award show is going to be coming. Who's going to win MVP? Great. Harden. Paul George. Not going to be Paul George. I know that much. But I think it's going to be James Harden. Could be Greg. It might go ahead and give it to Greg. But I'm going to go ahead and vote for James Harden. The man went crazy. Um, 
had a better playoff than what I expected. But and when it comes down to the Warriors, man, that was just that's man, just lost to a, a superior team right there. And I don't think Chris Paul really got that much in the tank there, especially for the money making forty some million dollars. Whew. We're gonna we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna see. But be on the lookout. We're gonna have a guest. Hopefully we're gonna have a guest, my buddy Glenn Whitestone. So be on the lookout for that. It's been a soft straight talk show. Y'all have a good one.